Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. I'm Jeff. And I'm Alex. And today we're talking about regrets and what we would do differently on our initial move to the wonderful country of Deutschland. Right. Or also what we would do just differently living in Germany those first few years. Yeah. The, the introduction to the country. What right. we could have changed. Exactly. So let's jump on a time machine and meet up with <laughs> our younger selves. Okay. <laughs> Love it. I could have said the DeLorean, but... Oh, that would be cool. This week's episode and the accompanying whiskey is brought to you by Koya Insurance. Of course. Now, um, this is uh, an insurance company that I've been a satisfied customer with uh, since, you know, before the podcast began. Yep. I recommend them to all expats living in Germany. They are the perfect company for you, which is why... I joined them, yeah. you know, and I have my home insurance with them. Now they offer, as I said, home insurance, private liability insurance, dog insurance, animal insurance, bike theft insurance, and more. You know, there's a lot on offer, a lot on the table for you to grab. Nice. Now, private liability insurance is the most popular insurance in Germany, as any of you who already live here might know. Um, it protects you against any damage you do to somebody else or their property. If you spill, if you spill beer on your friend's laptop. Like if you were just threw a beer at my laptop right now and you had private liability insurance, you would be covered, Alex. Yeah. Or, you know, what's another example? Uh, if you're cycling to work and you accidentally hit somebody, ouch, and they end up in the hospital, they got some bills to pay. That's a big one, yeah. Those bills won't be on you. That'll be on uh, Koya. To learn more about private liability insurance, go to koya.com, that is C-O-Y-A.com. Everything is in English, including the customer support, the website, the policy, Everything. That's nice. And paperless, as we've mentioned before. Oh, good. Save the trees. Yeah. And the koalas. Good for the environment. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> here we are. How's here it going? Yeah, yeah, doing well. Episode uh, 47. Right. I, I, like the, I like how we pretend that like we walked into like a dark room, had not <laughs> spoken with each other, and lights just came on, and we started recording. Yeah. As, but if, you know, of no, course, that's after, what happened. We've been talking for the past hour, but I just climbed through your window and like, let's let's get going. It just feels weird not doing the how are you? Because maybe people think then we're just bad people. We don't like. That's true. We don't no. check in with each other. Doing all right. My uh, fantasy football team just got to the playoffs, so pretty Excellent. excited about that. I know nothing about that as of, yeah. as you know. So, but pretty big deal for this guy. Yeah, not much else going on really. It's my birthday in like ten days. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah, you've got the uh, ooh, but you're Jewish. I was gonna say you got the birthday Christmas trifecta, but instead you have the birthday Hanukkah, and it's not trifecta. What's a twofecta? Anyways, difecta. You've got two things going on. So. I, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to handle. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yourself, dinner right? Not bad. You know, baked some Christmas cookies over the weekend. You know, just doing nice. little things here or there. Um, nothing really big going on. You know. Economy's not so fantastic, so yeah. my amount of work is uh, less than usual, as you can imagine. I can, um, but you know, whatever. Keep you know, it's uh, keep, I'm keeping busy though. It's it, good, but when and, people and, and keeping the positive vibes, that's what's important. Exactly, you yeah. know, doing our best to uh, keep happy during the winter slash pandemic slash lockdown. Yeah, it's, it's that's the trifecta right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the worst that's trifecta. The evil trifecta. No one wants to be in this trifecta. There's not a lot going on. Yeah, um, but not, you know, not a good three way. But uh, let's just dive right in. We're yeah. going to start out with a quick shout out to Kelsey Stone on Instagram. Yes. Uh, she says she listens to the show every day, which uh, I, I never believe it when people tell us. I feel like they're just being nice. But uh, well, I wonder you, how many days because we only have 46 episodes. But she says every Unless day. Unless she's 46 years old. I think she means every day. Days old. Every day the episode, uh, new episodes actually release. That makes more sense. Means, you know. Sorry, Kelsey. Um, but she says we're helping to prepare her for her eventual move to Germany. Awesome. So uh, can congrats on making that step and we wish her luck of yeah, course good and luck with she, the move she has questions uh, we've got answers we we have they might not be the right answers There's but a, we have some kind of answer is that Radio Shack back in the States the commercial was you've got questions we've got answers I don't know I feel like it was the, Staples it, I feel like it was a logo or not a logo it was uh, one of those uh, what do you call it um, hmm. cool. well, st oh, Staples has that was easy yeah, I don't recall. Anyways. Anyways, another shout out to uh, Tyler and his wife who said they're enjoying the show and they're preparing a move to Berlin next year. Oh, yeah. And uh, gave us some suggestions of topics to cover. So that's good. Beautiful. Always yeah. need suggestions for topics. There's a lot of people preparing to move to Berlin lately. I, know. I feel like uh, there's, My goodness. there's just a horde of... I think because... Corona caused like a, a backup of all these people moving, mm. and suddenly uh, everyone's like, "Okay, it's it's the time." You know, I don't know, I don't know why it's time, but it's the or, time. or maybe people have had, have had time at home to think and like, "I want to get out of this place." Yeah, I'm going to Berlin. 
Well, uh, yeah, whatever it is, good luck, luck, yeah. good luck to them as well. And uh, and one last shout out to Hans Jürgen, and I like that name. That's a very German name, Hans, Hans Jürgen. Jürgen. I like it. It's a, it's a, it's, a it's a flowy name. I like very it. Very flowy. Yeah. Um, he said thank you to us. Uh, he's he's German, so as we mentioned, uh, he said thank you to us for showing his country from our point of view in our podcast. Um, and he's looking forward to new episodes. So it's, it's pretty all, cool. Always cool to have Germans listening to our podcast because that's not something we ever thought would, would would happen. That was not our target audience, you know? Yeah, exactly. And like, we're not trying to paint Germany in any specific way. We're just saying what we experience. Obviously, both like, we both are living here, but mm. um, we don't have an agenda of we're going to make Germany sound amazing because... Or bad or anything. Yeah, we're It just, makes no difference to us whether anyone moves here or not. And if you do, great for you. We're happy for you. But at the end of the day, we're just telling our experience. So I'm happy that a German likes the way we're... Uh, Talking about the country, I guess. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, I think people just like honesty, and we do our best to just be honest and not uh, sugarcoat anything and just keeping it real. (laughs) Keeping it real. And also, prepare to save some money, Jeff, Ooh, which is great. The dreaded solidarity tax that everyone in Germany has had to pay since Berlin Wall came down will be gone for almost everyone next year. Yes. And that was a tax that was like created 30 years ago. Uh, to help the former East German regions to grow economically because they were pretty on worse off than than their friends on the West. Sure, yeah. And the West was was, was paying for it, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. Every, everybody in Germany has to pay for oh, it. Oh, everyone in Germany, know. okay. Yeah. Uh, so starting next year, this 5, 5.5% tax will be gone from any single people making less than 61,000 euros per year. And for any married couples making less than 151,000 euros combined per year yeah this nice. means 90 percent, 90 percent of germans will no longer need to pay this tax i'm really liking that because you know 5.5 percent considering the german tax rate is already super high as it is exactly yeah an additional 5.5 percent tax for something that's not really needed anymore is uh has been quite annoying you know because like I, I get why it came in you know it's trying yeah. to help these former east East German cities, but you know, East Germany, it's it's doing okay now. It's it's, it's, it's doing been okay. Thir- it's been unemployment is still much higher than yeah. than the West. It's not as economically great as the West is still. But um, I guess you got to. It's got to stop at some point. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know enough about it to have a real opinion, to be honest. Yeah, but I think it's the point where all of us don't need to be paying for it. I mean, it's been thirty years. I don't want to pay this five point five percent tax. Fair enough. Let's move on. Okay. And one more announcement, Jeff. Would you like to? Sure. Now, as Alex knows, and as probably anybody who listens to us on a regular basis knows, yeah. we had a Christmas special, we believe, one or two episodes two ago. Two episodes ago, Two yeah. episodes ago, okay. Um, this Christmas special, of course, uh, we mentioned that the word for Christmas in German is right. Weihnachten, but we also mentioned that we had been lazy and actually hadn't looked up the direct translation in English. Yeah, we, we, we couldn't do a simple um, Google translate on that one. It was funny, like, we just... It was the last thing we thought about was looking for the translation of Weihnachten. Now, of course, we know it means Christmas. Nacht, Nachten means night, nights. We didn't know what the Wei means. We had a nice listener. Um, this is um, uh, on YouTube, actually. Send us yeah. a comment on YouTube. Cool. This is Bunter Altog. YouTube. Who mentioned that the term Weihnachten is made up of two parts. <laughs> As we know, the first is Wei, which derives from Weihen, which is to consecrate or sanctify. That's what that word means. What does consecrate or sanctify mean? Yeah, it's, uh, I couldn't give you a proper definition, uh, as right. you can tell, but it's it's something it's something regards to making something kind of pure in a religious sense, I believe. Well, maybe maybe in our next YouTube videos, someone will tell us what sanctify yes. means. Maybe Boonter Altog, you've got some more work. You've got, <laughs> you've got some more work for us. Um, so anyway, so that's what it means. It means uh, it comes from the word Vayan, to consecrate or sanctify, and yep. the Nachten, of course, of uh, the plural of Nacht. So uh, it re- literally refers to holy nights, sacred night. Okay. That's what uh, uh, Weihnachten means. Like the song, Oh Holy Night. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And then before we get to our lovely bottle of whiskey, uh, everyone listening right now, all of you, I'm calling you and you, calling you out, John. I see you. Please don't forget to view and visit our Instagram page at americans.in.germany.podcast. Right. Or just um, check out our website <clears throat> at agdw podcast.com all kinds of goodies check yep. it out we don't need to tell you all about it uh, all the links are on there to our facebook our instagram our youtube our you know spotify exactly if you, hit, if you hit us on the, on the google on the interwebs you will find stuff so you we, will we are out and about yes and 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 don't forget to uh to give us a uh, five-star rating an apple 
podcast we always appreciate that yeah and always you know on whatever service you use hit that subscribe button because um that way a new episode comes out you immediately get it in your what do you call it your feed in your feed if you will you don't have to wait around and it actually will it, it hits you faster than for people who are just uh searching us through that platform so right. go ahead and subscribe right um okay so the whiskey today jeff is actually one that i mistakenly ordered because i wanted to get something <laughs> else but i got this one instead so this is a Talisker Sky single malt Scotch whiskey. And and what were you going what were we going for before? I wanted to get the Talisker Ten Year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a Scotch. And they're both from the same company. I'm right. pretty sure. But this one is the Talisker Sky, and it says a compelling Talisker, all smoky sweetness within spicy edge, rich in contrasts like the rugged beauty of the Isle of Sky. Hmm. And also says distilled in Talisker, the only distillery. On the Isle of Skye, Scotland. So, really, yeah, made by the sea. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought the Isle of Skye. I thought we had a few other bottles where it mentioned it was made on the Isle of Skye. Not Isle of Skye. Isle of something else. True. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And this is a forty-five point eight percent alcohol, seventy centiliters. Um, please recycle. <laughs> the usual. Let's pop. Let's pop that bad boy open. Oh, and yeah, it has the um, the latitude and longitude for where it's. If we want to look it up, it's latitude. 57 degrees, 17.9 north, and longitude, 6 degrees, 21.5 west. Or just Google the Talisker Distillery, and the exact location will pop up in your Google Maps. Also, <laughs> if you want to be not adventurous, okay, let's pop this. Whoa, I had some good ones lately. That's a great pop. That's a good sound. Yeah, pop and it's still resonating in my ears. I like it. Ooh, good glug, too. Wait, good glug's almost as good as a good pop. That that is a really solid glug. Usually, usually they make fun of you for your glug loving. It might have something to do with the neck has a very pronounced uh, what do you call it bulge in it, which I think is is probably Bulgy. affecting the the glug sound for hey, sure. Hey, Talisker, nice bulge, and <laughs> it's it's actually a pretty typical um, Scotch shape. I know a lot of Scotches have this shaped bottle yeah, for whatever reason, but different size bulges. The bulge. I mean, everyone's got a different size bulge. Jeff. <laughs> True. But it's not about the bulge. It's about the... Oh, that's a, that's a heavy pour. Yeah, you gave yourself a little bit more than me. Oh, my gosh. Cheers. S- smell this bad boy. Jeez, I hope it's good. Mm-hmm. It smells really nice. Smoky. Very smoky. Very, very smoky. Earthy. earthy. Let's take a dab. Yeah. I like that. It's scotch. That's a scotch. Ooh. Ooh. Delayed burn. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was thinking, actually, there's no burn, but then... Many seconds later, suddenly it just started. Now it's I, I also got going down. the delayed smokiness too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But let's Ooh. get into the episode now, Jeff. Let's do it now. But before we start, yes, one quick thing for all of you: this will be our last podcast episode ever. No, of 2020, because you know. Like all of us, we all need a break once in a while. So we'll be taking a couple weeks off, you know, from recording just to enjoy the holidays, you know, relax, uh, be cold. Yep. Uh, by ourselves. Um, (laughs) But but of course, you know, we will be back next year. So look out for us the first week of January 2021. Our first uh, episode of the new year will be on Wednesday, January January 6th. January 6th, yes. And uh, I mean, of course, we hope all of you have a lovely Christmas, Kwanzaa, whatever you enjoy. Mm. We hope it is enjoyed and that you're safe and everything's all good. healthy, please. And if you're going to hug your family, wear some masks. Be safe, everybody. Yes, well, wear a full body condom. And, that's it. Uh, that's how you enjoy everything. Okay. No jokes. So we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. But for now, let's dive in. Let's dive into this one. Um, what were we talking about again today? I don't remember. Yeah, let's let's read the let's read the, the page. <laughs> no, today we're doing uh, regrets and what we do differently in our um, first, you know, weeks or years. Moving whatever. to Germany, being in Germany, yeah. uh, our general German experience. Because we both have very different stories. Um, Sure. But at the end of the day, you're making a leap and you don't know how, no one knows how to do it right. There's no guide or book out there. And if there is, I didn't read it. So, yeah. And, you know, so you've been in Germany uh, exactly how long again? Um, a little over seven years now. A little over seven years. It's for me nine years. So I think we've been here long enough that we can really look back with yeah completely different set of eyes. 100%. At, the mistakes and things we did and go, Ooh, wish I had done that a little bit differently. So, yeah. um, I, 
I don't know if this if this information will help you. Hopefully, if it doesn't, at least it's interesting because, as you said, everybody has a different story. Everybody has right. different type of jobs. Some people are freelancers. Some people are full time. Some people and, and and I think there's a lot of small things in here that you might not think about when you're thinking about moving as well. Um, these are in no particular order. Jeff and I just do these together, so don't don't yeah. think too hard about the order because let's, let's start with number one. Let's start with number one. The first one is um, so like when when you're moving. I brought one suitcase with me. That's all I brought. But I do wish that I brought some smaller things that remind me of home, like pictures, childhood things, maybe small little things remind me of, you know, of my family and everything. Because you're, I was excited. I was 22 years old. I was like, oh, it's my family. I see them all the time. But I saw them all the time going to not seeing them at all. Sure. And you don't really, you, I never realized that. It's such an obvious thing. Of course, you're not going to see them ever or as often as you want anymore. But it just like it doesn't really hit you until you have like that first um, homesickness, and I kind of like I wish I had like a few photos on my pedestal or a, a childhood um, uh, stuffed animal, which I have now Nick back Mac. with me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and to preface like a lot of what we're gonna talk about when we were when we moved and probably like a lot of you, we were young. Yeah, and also. You, we didn't know we were going to still be here after so many years. We thought we're going to be here a year, a few months. You don't know if it's going to work out. So obviously we're not saying bring, you know, 12 uh, full suitcases with all of your stuff. Like, no, no. Um, but I was the same, it, but it, it didn't, again, didn't hit me till maybe I'd been here five or six years. And I, yeah. I realized I have no pictures of my family up anywhere. I have, I have none of my childhood pictures. I don't. And, and then, you know, like every time I'd go back to visit my mom, uh, for whatever reason, you know, you go in the garage to get something and then you'd see like your old box in the garage from whatever you look into it and you're like, oh my, whatever collection or oh my, and you're like, oh, I wish that stuff was back in Germany because I can't really enjoy it here. It's just like, yeah, and you, and you wish you had a little bit of that? Just, just a little bit. Not, not a lot. Like I, we, like we said in, in one of our episodes, I don't know, packing light is definitely a good idea, but I think just a few small little things that meant a lot to me back home. I would love to bring with me here, and um, yeah, it, it did take a few years to really, to really realize how important those things are. Um, and now I think during Corona, obviously, we're not seeing our families around this time, and like it's all kind of bubbling up again, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah, but now I finally I have a wall with you know, pictures of my family and, and, nice. uh, stuff from back home and friends back home, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, it took some time and, you know, pictures, ooh, excuse me, uh, pictures, luckily, you know, they're flat, putting those in your suitcase literally adds nothing. Right. Um, and, and again, just a few knickknacks. Yeah. We just, just bring a little something just to remind you of where you come from. It, it'll also help with that kind of eventual loneliness that might set in, you know, mm -hmm. um, just good, good to have. I, 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 I totally, so. I completely agree with this one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So move to the next one. Yeah. Now, um, this one is uh, is related to uh, the packing in the suitcases. Yeah. Now, it, like it's we wish we didn't have certain things, larger things, sh shipped over to Germany because when you first move, you get into this mode like, oh, I have to bring, I have to bring all my, uh, not all my stuff, but I have to bring this stuff to save money, whatever. But you forget, okay, and, and and also the stuff that you're used to using every day that you might not even need when you move. Yeah, yeah. and you forget that. All this stuff is available in Germany. You don't have to ship it. And for certain items, it'll actually be more of a hassle and more money to have it shipped than just to, to buy a new used. Like, for example, like uh, I think you mentioned that you, you had shipped over your Xbox, right? Yeah, uh, I shipped over my Xbox 360. And I think at the time, the Xbox One or the newer one was already out. And I was like, but, I, you know, I want to play it eventually every once in a while. I got it shipped over and I had to pay like 70 euro just on the taxes from it. And I had to go pick it up at this random shop. I didn't speak any German. So like it was a hassle and I wound up barely even playing it by the time I got it here anyways. So yeah, the German customs, man, do they search every package that gets into Germany. Yeah. And if there's some sort of electronic device or whatever, they will, they will say like, oh, you're trying to avoid, uh, you know, customs or sales tax or whatever. But even... And then you have to prove like, oh no, actually this is some, this is, I, I own this. I didn't buy this. This is, a, and it's a huge hassle. So bring everything you can in your suitcase. Things like pills also bring them in your suitcase because they will be intercepted at customs. Yes. What will happen is you'll, you'll get an empty box at your house. You know, cause when I first moved, I had my, to save money, you know, I wanted my Tylenol and that kind of stuff. Um, it was all intercepted. So just bring stuff in your suitcase. It saves you a lot of money. For, for sure. 
and 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 really think about like, do you really need this? And because it might be things that you do that you're used to doing back home, and when you move, you're not going to be doing that much anyways because you're in a whole new situation. Yeah, or, so, or, or wait, you know, and then wait a year and be like, yeah, I really do miss my Xbox. Yeah, you can go on eBay, client side, and get a nice used one for a decent price, and then sell the one at home yeah, or something. like and that. And it'll have the European plug on it and everything, and it'll it, be no hassle. So exactly, just, yeah, yeah. I also had to get a converter for it. It was not worth the hassle in the slightest. Exactly, that's just an example. Yeah. Um, another one that I wished that I thought about before was just looking up a bit of like the fashion of where I was moving to. Really? Yeah, a little you bit. Care? Okay. I mean, not really. I'm not a big fashion guy, anyways. But well, actually, I used to dress very differently than you dress now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was all European influence then. Yeah, pretty much. And I realized like, oh, well, if I wear clothes that fit me, I actually look a lot better. Because I was wearing a lot of like really big baggy clothes. Mm. Um, I was kind of really stuck in the 2001s, 2002s <laughs> for far too long than I want to admit. And just for everybody, what year did you move to Germany? 2013. So 2013, you were still stuck in the 2001s? Kind of, yeah. Okay, so over, over a decade behind. Okay. Yeah, I was really far behind. Okay. And so, yeah, I brought all my clothes over. Of course, I'm going to do that because I need clothes. Um, but then I realized I was getting like weird looks from people and like I got made fun of all the time, like by my newer friends, whatever. And then I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta change this up a bit. Yeah. To be be fair, in a city like Berlin, you can dress however you want. Nobody cares. Of course. But I just did not feel comfortable wearing what I was used to wearing. And then I realized I was like, oh, I'm going to go shopping. And so I had, I spent like a bunch of money on new clothes. Um, and I was like, damn, like Alex, you look you look all right. So in retrospective, you would have left pretty much all of your clothes back at home and, and then just arrived and just bought new clothes. You know? Or I would have bought a few new clothes at home oh, okay. and then came over and then built up my wardrobe from there. Yeah. Because then I had all these extra clothes I had to get rid of. So I don't need like a bunch of clothes, but no one's going to wear those clothes. They're awful. Like I looked awful. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean though. I mean, I, I didn't dress exactly like that because I had, I'd maybe mm, two years before moving to Germany, I had switched because i was also not exactly like that but too baggy and yep. finally I had a friend of mine that was a girl and she she's forced me to she's like i'm taking you shopping and i put on these tight pants and i hated them oh yeah but as you start wearing them then you get used to them okay. and then especially especially when i moved to germany then i realized like oh actually my pants are not tight people here there's half people here are wearing pants 10 times tighter than my pants. So right. actually, but I was happy that I had made that switch. Um, but in the end, it's like, doesn't, it's not a big deal. Do not at worry all. what people think about you. And that, no, um, but, but I agree because there was something inside of me that told me that, that Europeans don't use backpacks and they use only satchels. <laughs> you said this so, before, yeah. I, so I bought a satchel before I moved to Germany Oof. and then, and then I looked around and everybody uses a backpack because, you know, Europeans That's are it. the same as other Carry people. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's easier. It's, so I would say, like, don't, I think what he's getting at, don't make assumptions on on what the fashion trends are. You know, no. uh, you know like, do, it, do some research or or if you don't care. Or don't just care. don't care. Yeah. Like, it's just a very, it's a, it's a very thing that I think I wish I did before. Mm. Um yeah, I, I was full on 2001 Fred Durst, and that was not a good look for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, it's okay. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. And this is an important one. Now, this is something that we both really regret, which is we we wish we we wished we wished before we moved, or at least after we moved in the early stages, we really looked into uh, how the banking system works, how taxes work, yeah. how health insurance works, the visa process. Um, and the various options in terms of health insurance and banks, et cetera. And I, I, I would absolutely recommend everybody, especially in terms of the visa. You know, I think I messaged this, or I mentioned this in the podcast before. I moved to Europe, or I moved to Germany twice. Right. Once I was already living in Austria, and then I just got um, a uh, recommendation from a friend saying, "Hey, there's more jobs in Berlin," so I just went with no research, no anything, just spontaneously. And it just didn't work out because I had nothing prepared, didn't have the right documents, didn't know about anything. And the second time I moved, I did a lot more preparation in the States yeah. about what, okay, first of all, what visas are there on offer? Which one works for me? What documentation is required for it? So that way I can prepare and get all this documentation, bring it with me to Germany. And, and, you know? and then also the mental preparation of like, what is the outside of Bahuda? What do I have to do to go there? Because when I moved, I barely even knew what a visa was, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and like, I, I had a, a full-time job, so it wasn't super difficult. They decided to sponsor me, whatever. Yeah. And, and, and it worked out. But the mental preparation of like finding all documents, 
calling my parents like I need my birth certificate I need this I need my, my uh, degree I need all this stuff which, which I you, didn't know I needed if you prepared I could have had could have it. brought it with you and not exactly. been freaked out and how do I ship this ooh it's an important document and that kind of thing it, it, exactly so I, I would look up you know at a minimum if you want to stay and you know what kind of visa you want whether it's a freelance visa or a work visa or a student visa whatever kind of visa you want to get at least look up what kind of documentation you need and just try to get that available beforehand therefore when you do need it officially you have it you're good to go you know you don't have to rely on somebody in the states either shipping it to you or copying it or scanning it or whatever you know yeah so that, that would that would have been really really helpful for sure yeah and and, and once you get to germany and you start working to, i wish i wish in the in the early see what happened i think for both of us is you know years pass and then the moments when we absolutely need this information finally we look it up when we ask people oh how do the taxes work how does the pension system work how does it but i really wish in that first year i just taken the time when i didn't really need the information and i'm relaxed to look up okay how, do, how does the german pension system work how does yeah how do taxes in general just work in germany especially for me as a freelancer there's a lot of specific things to know um oh, just yeah, because it's true because to be honest i still don't really know yeah it's it's saved but it saves you I think you can agree a lot of headaches later on and also in terms of bank and health insurance you know uh when i arrived i think a lot of a lot, a lot of expats i just went to the first thing I, oh deutsche bank yeah german bank great i'll go sign up with them that sounds good and then uh, we, we, we talked to, if you want to hear more about uh, deutsche bank listen to our last episode jeff goes on a little rant about it yeah the pet peeves episode yeah and then also when i got my health insurance i was i was having to go to apply for my uh, freelance visa and yep. in order to do it you have to have a commitment from a private health insurance, okay? So uh, yeah. so I went and I picked the cheapest place I could find a line and I went and they said, Oh, actually we're not we're not able to do that. But the guy just wrote on a piece of paper, uh, oh down the street there's this other company called I can't remember, De Cafau or something like that. Uh, they'll do it for you. I'm like, Oh, okay. So I just walked down the street, walked in and they're like, Yeah, we'll do it for you and without any research, whatever, I just committed to this health insurance which I was stuck in for like a two-year contract. It was almost 300 euro per month, really expensive for somebody who doesn't even have a job yet. Oh, man. I was stuck in this thing. And I really wish when the guy gave me that piece of paper, I just took some time, did just a few, an hour of research, go on Facebook, on the Facebook, Berlin Facebook groups, ask people, hey, what's a good health insurance for freelancers? Or what's, you know, what's what's a good, what's a average price I should be paying, that sort of thing. Because I got stuck in that health insurance and had to switch years later to a much more affordable one. Anyways, um, just wish I did more research even after arriving in the beginning about banks and health insurance and the options. Yeah, and, and, I, and I especially recommend anybody who was young like we were when we moved here. Because insurances and, and um, pensions, these things... I didn't think about when I was 22 years old. I was, you know. Yeah, why would you? Yeah. I was with my parents. Everything was fine, you know. Mm. And even if someone told me, like if I listen to this episode right now, seven years ago, and someone told me, dude, do this, look up health insurance, whatever, I, I still wouldn't do it. So I'm going to double down and say, if you are young and you want to move, just, just do this. Just to, to look it up. It, it's important. It is important. Yeah, and there's insurances like, and this has, I swear to all of you, has nothing to do with the fact that we're <clears> sponsored. <throat> even if we weren't sponsored by an insurance company, I would say the same thing. Yeah. Things like this private liability insurance. Exactly. I'll be honest, I didn't get for the first time until maybe four, five years ago. So mm -hmm. for the first me too. four or five years I lived here, I didn't have it because people would mention it to me and I'm like, oh, and again, you're young, you're not making that much money. Why would I wanna pay an extra five bucks a month? Or actually, I, I think I didn't even know how much it costs. I thought it cost more, you know? Yeah. Um, not knowing that if I had dented somebody's car or did something accidentally to some stranger, you'd be, you'd be screwed. they would have expected me to have this private liability insurance and if I didn't, I would personally have to pay for it and it would have been a huge problem. Um, yeah, exactly. So again, if you are young and you don't care about this stuff, just care about it before you move for a little bit. Just care a little bit. It's these things just are super cheap. Don't don't freak out. Yeah, don't freak out. Just, okay. just, just and we're trying not even get it. But just the first year you're here, make yourself aware of what it is. Why do people like it? Why do why does everybody get this insurance? And oh, it's really cheap. Hmm, eh, okay, five bucks a month. I can afford that. Or because you know, it, like, it's, it's not the sexiest part of moving. But no. uh, if, if you do want to live long term, or if you don't want to, but it might happen anyways. Which when you do meet a lot of people in Berlin, a lot of them, a lot of their stories are. I came here for a month and I stayed for 20 years. And that fits for me. And you also didn't know how long you were going to be here. Exactly. So. And it happens all the time. So yeah, yeah I think that's um, a really, really good, uh, important part. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Next one is, I think we both agree. We're not going to get too into detail on this because we At talked all. about it yeah. before. Um, just mention it briefly, I guess. Yeah. It was just learning German earlier. 
the basics, at least, you know, an A1, A2 level at minimum. Just understand a bit of it and then it's easier to learn when you get there. And if you want to, if you want to hear more about this, um, episode two, Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Episode 22, learning, language learning is easier. And episode 39, our personal language learning journeys. Which is, all, episode 39 is probably <clears throat> the, maybe the best one, I'd say. I, I think the most relevant, yeah. But they all kind of cover learning German or even learning a new language generally. But yeah, it, it, I think if we focused, I'll speak for both of us right now, if we focused on learning German a few months before we moved, it would have made things um, 20 times easier. Absolutely. And that's our, that's our biggest, one of our biggest regrets, but we're not going to talk about it because we have so much, but we'd say those first few months here in Germany, focus on taking a German class and at least getting a foundation. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And, um, this is one that's kind of hard to word, but I ho- so I hope you guys can follow along. Um, I would have, I would have made my decision that I'm here to stay much sooner. Now, this is hard because, like you said, we, we both moved here. We were young. This was just like, let's check this out. Let's see if it's fun. We don't know if it's right. going to work out. Are we going to find a girlfriend? Are we going to find a job? Who knows? What? So, and just didn't even care. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, you're just checking it out. And I just wanted to come for a few months, and now I'm here nine years later. So Jeez. shit happens. But like, so what, I, but I'm, what I'm trying to say is that I wish three or four years into it that once it became apparent, okay, I'm here for the long haul. There's no... Nothing on the horizon that would make me move for any real reason, you know what I mean? That I really decided, okay, I'm here to stay, at least for the foreseeable future, and make certain decisions regarding visas, pension, taxes, etc. that benefit you. Like, and I'll just go a complete quick example is that as a freelancer, in order to get a permanent, or for anybody to get a permanent residency, you have to have paid into the uh, German pension system a certain right. amount and for a certain amount of time. It's usually, I think, uh, five years. Yeah. You have to pay five years, I think. Yeah, yeah like the, the equivalent uh, amount, five for five years. Right. And, you know, for freelancers, we pay like, ta- we don't have to pay into the pension. You have to pay in the pension right. system. Freelancers, it's voluntary. The reason it's voluntary is because they save you that bulk of money because they know as freelancers, you have months or weeks where you're not working and you need that extra cash to help you get through them. Um, so I wish I made that, de- that decision. Okay, I'm going to be here for the long haul earlier. That way I could decided, okay, I'm going to start because I, I was paying into this pension system, but very little, you know, and so I, I wish I'd made that decision that I could be like, okay, now I'm going to pay more because this is going to help me later on. You know what I mean? Because now I've been here nine years. I went to apply for a permanent residency that I, they wouldn't give it to me because I hadn't paid enough into the pension system. You know what I mean? Which if I had known earlier, I would be already ready to go. And so, um, True. and so that's just one example but there's certain things that if you decide earlier, okay, this is where I'm at for at least the next few years, you know, you can, you can switch from one of those month to month pay as you go cell phones to a proper contract that'll actually it, yeah. save you money and save you hassle and or, that, or, that kind of stuff. Or also like if you're living in a vegay and you know, you don't have really permanent housing, but with the way the, the uh, housing market goes in Berlin every year, flats get more and more and more expensive. Mm. So if you decide, you know, I want to live here permanently, too late, you might be spending a lot more money on an apartment that is not as big as you, as, as it should be or as nice as it should be. Absolutely, you know, because for, God, for the first five, six years, I was in sublets and in a part because I didn't want to commit to a long, to a long two-year contract. Right. And even a few years ago in my last vegay, I was paying 400 euro for a room in an apartment, an apartment that didn't have a living room, separate living room, just, you know. Like, just your room. Just my room and right. we share the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'm paying only 120 euro more for a huge apartment to myself with my girlfriend and the huge living room and a huge just in a garden and everything. And, and if you decided that maybe two years later that apartment might have been too expensive for you, exactly. Plus, it just it would have could just you can just improve your situation much earlier if you just kind of I don't know. And I, I know it's tough, but just if you just have the balls to just say like, okay, let's be honest with ourselves. We've been here four or five years. Yeah, I've, there's no reason I'm going to leave. I've got a job. I've got a girlfriend. Like, let's just say, okay, I'm here to stay for at least the foreseeable future. Let's get some. Let's get some long-term contract apartments. Let's get some long-term uh, phone contract. Let's just. Let's just. And, 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 and it's different. It's different for everybody. So yeah. there's no one you know proper time to say this. I'm going to be staying here forever. Or I'm not. And some people might. It might take ten years. And sure. then they might decide I'm done with ten years. Mm. But I think it's something you might have to think about every. I think once you're here for like three years four years and you're kind of like is is this where i'm gonna be 
is this my future or is this just still a holiday or just something that I, I want to keep? I think three years is good because yeah. uh, after three years, it's not really a holiday anymore. And right. I'd say if after three years, you're still enjoying yourself and again, you have no specific reason to move back home, then you have to just kind of admit yourself, I, I kind of live in Germany. Right. <laughs> you know I mean? like, and, 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 and that's it. And then you can always, always move back. Exactly. So like, I, that's not, unless you get rid of your citizenship, but you can't do that until you're here for seven years. And at least if you're American yeah. for seven years, I think anyways. So you have at least seven years of keeping your citizenship where even if you say you're going to live here permanently after three years and, and you're a four, you're like, I don't want to anymore. You can always figure it out and move back home. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I think yeah. the moral of what we're trying to say is be honest with yourself. Yeah. Be honest uh, with yourself. That's it. Because I think for the longest time, I'm like, this is temporary, temporary. And it's like, okay, is seven years temporary? Is eight years temporary? Come on, Jeff, let's go. Exactly. And, and then you can give yourself a better quality of life if, if you do decide at the right time, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Anyways, this next one, um, which uh, is what, again, it'll take me a little bit time to get to explain, but it's, I, I wish I would have had a little bit more confidence in my earlier years being here. You know okay. what I mean? How do you mean? In the sense of taking more advanced, like, I don't know if you, actually tell me if you've, if you've experienced this. Okay. Uh, it's, it's called like an, an imposter complex or a syndrome, whatever you would call it. Like, it's where you first move to Germany. This is a whole new country. You don't speak the language. Some Germans are looking at you like, oh, another American expat. Oh, doesn't speak English. Uh, and in, certain, lot of, in a lot of certain situations, you're feeling like the outsider. You're constantly feeling like the imposter, the outsider. Of course. Constantly, you know what I mean? And so a lot of times in social situations and also in work, etc., I think that like brought down my amount of confidence. Ooh, I can't ask for that race because oh, I don't really know German. And I'm a foreigner. Oh, I'm not a German. You know, I'm a for I'm I'm the outsider. You know, they're not going to give me that. And, and I've been here long enough. I don't know. I'm not part of this culture. I'm not part of this neighborhood. You know, right. I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, for it, sure. If this makes sense to anybody, so I, I wish I just gotten past that and just had more confidence. And I wish I just I had done things as if I was still back at the states. You know what I mean? Like if I still had the same amount of confidence. I went after that thing I want to do, that promotion, that whatever, uh, even socially, because mm -hmm. uh, in a lot of situations, work and social, I allowed that kind of feeling of being an outsider, imposter to kind of hold me back a little bit. And I wish I hadn't done that. I think that's the, that's what I'm trying to say. I agree. But, but I also want to say, it's not to say, you know, come in and, and you know, layer red, white, and blue on the table and uh, say, no, 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 I'm no. here, I'm American, this is my yeah. place now. Not not that, but you're still a guest. You're, you know? you're, you're you're you are still a guest, but you yeah. are still living there as well, and you have the same exact rights anybody else does. And you got you got to be confident. And I think what you just said should be repeated because that that's that hits the nail on the head. I mean, you have as many rights as anybody else living here. Any German who's been here their whole life, like you, both live here. You both pay taxes. Exactly. You know, like, so don't think of yourself as less than, you know? Yeah. It, it's hard though, because you're, yeah, you're not sure. in your natural, in your natural environment, your natural habitat, you yeah. know? Um, you're probably like an octopus's first day in the aquarium, you know? He's chilling in his ocean, goes to the aquarium, all these new people around him. Right. And he's like, what's going on? Starfish comes by and he's like, dude, I've been here 10 years. Like, yeah. this is my spot. Get out of here. Which like, I'm an octopus. I'm way smarter than you for one, <laughs> which is not the metaphor I'm trying to make. Because <laughs> that... Never mind. It's a thorough metaphor, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That feeling kind of affected me in certain ways that I wish it hadn't. Now, of course, all of you are going to have that feeling of being an outsider for at least the first few months, first year, two years, whatever. But I wished after a certain point, I just said, "Screw it! I've been here long enough. I deserve what everyone else deserves." And yep. just and just uh, went for it. You know, one hundred percent. One more thing that I wish that I did. Um, more often, even, even even now, is just uh, visit family back home a little more often. Um, I, try, yeah. I try to go when I can, and at the same time, also, I, I do have my holidays, and I do want to explore and travel Europe and the rest of the world, you know? Sure. But um, especially right now, during during COVID times, I haven't been home in two, over about two years now, yeah. and, and that sucks, you know? I had the yes. opportunity, I tried going, couldn't go, because COVID happened, mm. like, no, no one's fault. But, um, yeah, just like... I would take the more opportunities to go back home. If, if if you like your family and your friends, of course, if you don't, then don't yeah. screw them. Stay, stay where you are. Yeah. But if, if you do like them, love them, dare I say, um, I think it is important to go back home because um, you never know what can happen. And yeah, family is important. Yeah. And, and you'll be surprised that the, the longer you live abroad, the more you see time slipping away yeah. and you see 
your family and friends getting older, getting older and you're not there and you see there's important life events that you're not, you know, you have to hear by email and you're not there for and oh, yeah, are, are Skyping around every holiday that you're missing, you know, getting, getting the phone passed around like, Hey, hey how's Germany? You're like, it's the same right. as before, but we can't have a conversation right now. Anyway, so you're passing around for, you know, the whole room and yeah. Yeah. And you definitely miss those moments. And, um, it is, it is important to but go visit I mean, back home. The thing is like, you know, especially in those first few years when you don't have much money, I mean, f- at least for me, cause I fl- fly back to California you're talking 800 to a thousand dollars for a flight and it's and it's long and it's 15 hours combined to fly from berlin to uh to los angeles yeah and then back and it's you know there's days of jet lag and it's like it's a big deal you know so you can't do it often but i think especially the first few years i don't know i use that money excuse a lot you know cause, uh, and i and i should have just been like yeah, it's worth it. Like visit twice a year. Don't visit just once a year. Or, yeah. You know, and, and, or, or visit for longer. Like I remember the first two years I visited, I only went for like a week. And but then later, as time went on, when I visited, I was like, Jeff, this is the only time you're here. Stay for two, three weeks. You know, sure. like, like spend more time. And and I and, wish and, I'd done that earlier. You know? And at the same time, you know, some people might only have twenty four. I think the German was 24 days of holidays anyways. So of course you want to, you moved away abroad anyways. You want to explore. This, this is what you did. This is the point of moving away is to travel the world and see things you've never seen before. Yeah. And if you use all your vacation days for going home, you obviously can't do that. So at minimum, just do a, a Zoom or a Skype, or whatever, more often as well. Yeah. And again, like you said earlier, you'll be young and so you probably won't listen to this uh, advice. Yeah. I maybe young 21 year old me wouldn't listen to it either. Um, but I, yeah, I wish I had because I, I, I Skyped with my family, but not enough, not as yeah, much as I should have. Of course. And, I, and I wish I had done it more because you get so wrapped up in like, Oh, I'm living in Berlin. I'm living in Germany. And, and, and so there's great. a time difference of course. And, but yeah, I should have given a trigger warning. I know my mom's listening right now and I know she's crying right now. Oh, no. I love you, mom. Oh, and I'm, Linda, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna call you soon. Sure. Um, but yeah, that, that that's definitely it. Family's important. If you again, if you like your family, if you don't, then you know, do do your own thing. Screw them. Yeah, but I think it's important. And then well, one thing that we've mentioned before, we would say those first few years that at least for me, because I think you were fine. You were living in uh, flat shares. Um, right. I regret those first few years. I uh, didn't live in flat shares. I lived in my own apartment. Really regret that because yes. I it was only maybe two three years in. I finally I was like. I was like, well, it's lonely living alone. Like, you're not going to meet much people living alone. You're not meeting anybody. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would really say moving abroad, those those first few apartments, live in a vege, which is called in German, uh, live in a flat share. You'll meet new people. you meet Germans, increase that social circle, and it'll, and it'll min- really help your loneliness. Oh, huge, huge deal. Yeah, and at minimum, you have your roommates, and then you might meet your roommates' friends, or your roommates might take you to a cool restaurant or cafe or a bar or a park. You might, people, might be, meet people there. So at minimum, you're going to have one point of contact for at least questions of where yeah. to go and what to do. Yeah. And 100%, I don't regret that because I had to, I did do that. Right. But uh, you I did think, it right. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're a dummy. Yeah, so yeah. Don't, don't be Jeff. Yeah. And the be more, Alex. And the more people you have in your social circle, you feel more like you belong. It's, it's when, because yes. a lot of people I've met that really didn't make many friends, they move back home quick because they just feel lonely and depressed and they're just like, oh, well, why would it be here? Back home, I have friends and family, and I've got nothing here. So I'd focus on just meeting people. Don't, don't put pressure on it. Just say, yeah, have some roommates you can meet in the kitchen once in a while, have a beer with. Yeah, say, and a lot of time, duty. Be, be, before you, um, obviously, before you move in somewhere, you have kind of like an interview, whatever. And then you can decide yeah. yourself as well. Like, do I like these people? Do I want to spend some time with them? Do I want to spend only roommate time with them, which is also okay? Sure. And yeah, I'll say as well, like, don't feel like you have to be best friends with your roommates. In fact, it's probably advice you, you don't, unless it's happens to work out organically yeah um but your roommate's like a good kind of like in between a friend it's like you're my friend but you're not really my friend it's a human point of contact that you're guaranteed to see once in a while and it's you have like a sort like a close enough connection with them that if something goes wrong you can get some help from them or at least uh, talk to them about it you know right um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, but yeah, don't force it. Don't force anything. Again, exactly, don't force it. It can happen. I have seen it happen many times. People made best friends with their roommates, and then they move somewhere else, and now they're still friends. So like, it can work. I'm just saying, don't try to force it because. Yeah, and I've had some roommates no where I met one of their friends, and I actually became really good friends with their friend, and not with the roommate. You know what I mean? So mm. uh, that can help too. So exactly. So you never know. Um, what I am friends with, though, Jeff, is whiskey. Is this whiskey here? We are. Does that sound sad that we're friends with whiskey? I don't know. At this point, like, it's Corona. <laughs> Friends with anybody. It's true. 
It's the only time we can have three people in a room right here, you know? You, okay. me, and uh, our whiskey friend. Mr. Sky? Uh, yeah, let me um, I'm recap. Sky. Talisker Sky. Talisker Sky. Oh, and I, I always want to say one more time, like, this is just things we experienced. And, um, oh, of course. I mean, obviously, the whole point of this episode, as you described it, is these are our, our regrets and what right. we would do differently. For everybody, it's a different situation. You could so. do the opposite of everything we just said and... Life still, could be grand. You'll probably still be fine. You can like, become the prime minister of Uzbekistan. I don't know. Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, so we're drinking uh, Talisker Sky Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, a compelling Talisker, all smoky sweetness with a spicy edge, rich in contrasts. Sweetness, really? I didn't get much sweetness, bit. but we'll, we'll, we'll see again. Like the rugged beauty of the Isle of Skye. Never been, but you know, sounds like it would be ruggedly beautiful. I mean... I, I think I learned more about Scotland from reading these Scotch bottles. Because <laughs> I've been to Scotland, yeah, but I, I, I know a lot about their uh, their coastlines. It feels like they're rugged, they're sweet, very foggy. We've heard like oh, misty, fo- misty. Yes, that? yes, yeah, yes, yes. It's very. We have a lot of great adjectives about the coastline of uh, of Scotland. So I don't know if, if we do we. I don't know if we've ever had. I guess we do have Scotland, uh, listeners of Scotland. Not many, but uh, if you have anybody listening from Scotland, say, uh, so what's, say what's up. up. Yeah. 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 Right, oh. I need another splash. One little splash. You don't because you gave yourself a gallon earlier. I give myself a lot. Ooh, gallon. That was a U.S. reference. Sorry. Liter. Liter. Liter cola. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. This is going on. I'm liking this a lot. I like it a lot. You know, we were half upset that we had accidentally ordered the wrong bottle, but... But remember, we, we we said like, yeah, but it's whiskey, so what do we care? And uh, it's whiskey. This, and is, it's this actually proved itself. It is whiskey. And it it's is whiskey. It's good, and I I find it exceptionally smooth. It's like good. Very very smooth. Now, if the other Talisker was slightly more expensive, I'd be interested to try that sometime too, because it would have to be slightly better. Yeah, this bottle was thirty euro, and the Talisker ten year is thirty two euro on Amazon. De now this so. one doesn't mention the years, so I'm guessing it's some sort of a blend. That's usually when you don't get the the it's, uh, it's, the yeah. maturation age because it's been blended. Oh no, it's single malt. I just think we said single malt. It's not but, a blend. Oh, but we don't know how. how long it it's doesn't say how long it's matured for. Interesting. Um, it probably means it's less than ten years. It's probably something like not worth mentioning. That's why they don't mention it. Yeah, it's probably like a five years or a six like year. But 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 it's good. It's decent. Um, it's not super smoky. It's not super anything really. Um, Actually, okay. I, I I I'm tasting that sweetness now. Yeah, there it is. I, I I get the sweetness. I, I'm not getting a lot of smokiness that I usually like in scotch. Um, but there's enough. There's a there's enough. And for me, I'm yeah. not a huge smoky guy, so this is like I, I like a bit more smoky. Yeah. Okay. So like, I don't know. I like it. It's um it's definitely whiskey that I would order at a restaurant, you know, if it's there. Um, but I'm not gonna you know, it doesn't like I always say like not the one I'm gonna go off to work and pour myself and and, and, and be yeah. like, Oh yeah. Nothing to write home about, but it's good. So it's I, good. For me it's a solid seven. There's no shame. A seven is that's a very solid number. We've mentioned <laughs> every, this before. Every time you give a seven, okay. you know, because, you know, seven is not a bad number. I'm very worried that all of you think seven is bad. It's not. Eight, nine, or ten means exceptional. Seven means like, yeah, this is a good whiskey. Good. Yeah, I, so, I, I give it. I'm gonna give it like seven point three. I'm going with the points right now because what I, was last week? You give like a seven point seven or something? Yeah, it could have been. Okay, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give this a uh, yeah Ooh, seven seven point three. I do like it, but it's still it's it's very like it's it's a scotch. It's, it's just like it's a it's a scotch. If I thought if I think of scotch, it tastes just like this. It's a good faithful scotch. Yeah. Nothing extra. Nothing less. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. That's just, again, you pour it. I, I'm enjoying drinking it. When this episode yeah, ends, I'll like, probably have a little bit more. I probably will uh, too. I am yeah. enjoying it. And uh, that's all you can ask for in a whiskey, in my opinion, is if you enjoy drinking it, that's all that matters. Like anything in life. If you enjoy it, do it. And that's like, it's something bad and don't do that. Yeah, as long as everyone involved is enjoying it as well. Right. And, and, and yeah. Like, and, and if you safe. enjoy nuclear war, yeah, that's that, no doesn't, fun. that doesn't aid anybody else. So I would, no. I would not partake yeah if I were you even if you enjoy it just you know read about it do what you enjoy as long <laughs> as it's like a good thing objectively <laughs> okay uh so seven for me and a seven point something seven point three for me Excellent. and yeah we're on a break we will not be seeing y'all or you'll be hearing us uh until december nope, nope. january <laughs> january 6 2021 the redemption year of 2020 hopefully well, and um hey, don't don't what do they call it don't uh jinx it don't write checks you can't cash you know 
Well, I'm, I'm just hoping for the world that it's better than 2020. Okay. The bar is low. The bar is very low. Uh, I hope everyone has an awesome Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, happy Kwanzaa. Uh, any other holidays coming around my birthday, happy birthday to me coming up soon. Can't yeah. say that. We're in Germany, so I take that back immediately. And um, overall, you know, stay safe because they're, they're really worried this, this holiday season is going to be, as they say, a super spreader event. So. Yeah. Um, I know you want to see those families and as many and you and you want to hug those people and kiss them and but you know really keep contacts as as little as possible. Let's let's get through this winter without without hurting a lot of people. That's and then I'm, hopefully in the summer we'll be able to hug and kiss and French whoever you want. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they, they've actually been they've been talking. Um, the German government's been talking of a much harsher lockdown coming in soon yeah uh so we'll we'll update you on that in our next episode in january because yes. right now it's pure speculation right because we're on break baby but yeah uh I, I, yeah what jeff said please yeah. everyone stay safe uh stay healthy and um and we'll see you next year and stay thirsty yes Ooh, last last one 2020 stay thirsty all right well Ooh, almost said cheers to 2020, but fuck 2020. Awful. I say cheers to 2021. Yes, cheers 2021. Cheers. 2020 can go die. Right, guys. Have a good one. Take care. Welcome to... Why'd you look at me? Because <laughs> it's my job. And you get that little smirk. I hate it. I get excited. <laughs> Oh. Let's get a blooper for the end. Yeah, it's fine. It's just a little bit of laughies mm-hmm. left over. Just right. gotta let it. Just let it. A few laughies left. You got, I can feel it. You know, if you just, when you can feel it draining, it's like okay, it's diffusing. Going, it's going. Uh, what? I'm just waiting. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> I, I'm good. So, do you want me to do it? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I can do it. I can do it. Here we go. Okay, okay. I'm, just, I'm just gonna go and do it. <clears throat> Welcome to Americans and. Hmm. <laughs> okay, I can do it. I'm I'm just gonna jump it here. I'm jumping in. Welcome to Americans in Germany. Mm. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Welcome to Americans in Germany. <laughs> shit, I got Fuck. it. I got it. This, this time, okay. I feel like I have an episode with you losing your shit. Okay, here we go. Yeah, okay. Now, as you can remember, we had oh. <laughs> Do it. Oh, here we go. Okay, it's all good. Okay. Yeah. So, Alex, as.